where you become a certified winner in all aspects of life using Jesus as a guiding compass. So, get ready to bask in the banquet of liberation, transformation, light and knowledge through Christ. And now, Dr. Dio Odukoya. You're welcome to Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. I'm your host, Dio Dukoya, or just simply Daddy D. You're really welcome. I'm so excited to have you on board again today. Maybe this is your first time of hearing us too. Um, I'll be situating the purpose of the broadcast very soon. Um, now, I want you to hear this. The Lord told me expressly from His word that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. This is profound. As you listen to me and apply the key lessons from today's message, you shall be set free from all oppressions of the devil and by the mercies of God, you will enter into abundant life in Christ Jesus. Say amen to that. Glory to God. And so, today's topic is, uh, we, which we are going to be exploring, it's a series we are starting, you know, the oppression of demons, the oppression of demons. And today, we are going to flag it off with believers' authority over demons. So the series is Operation of Demons, but the title for this segment is Believers' Authority Over Demons. So important, you know, because the devils are how to limit, to steal, to kill, to destroy human beings, to limit us and make many people to go to hell. They frustrate people. Many of the problems we are experiencing in the world today as a result of demonic operations. So you need to understand how they operate so that you can stop them and do not continue to allow them to oppress you. That's what we're going to be learning today. So stand by. But before we go in deeper into that topic, it is important we situate the purpose of this broadcast. Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. What's the purpose? From that phrase alone, you can see, and from that statement, you can see three phrases. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth and Jesus is life. The purpose is actually insinuated by those phrases. So Jesus is the way. How? You can see from the scripture, John 14, 6, our master Jesus said, I am the way. When talking of our master, I'm talking about no other person but our master, the Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten son of God. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's the person I'm talking about. He declared in John 14, 6, I am the way the truth and the life no man comes to the father but by me so he made it very clear that the avenue to approaching unto god is only through him and then in the book of acts of apostles chapter 4 verse 12 paraphrase the scripture says neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given under heaven i mean given among men whereby we must be saved that implies that jesus it's not only, you know, it's not only the way to God. It's the only way to God. That is the meaning of Jesus is the way. 
So, and the lesson and purpose to pick from that is that for you to not to miss, for you not to miss it in life, for you to succeed and be able to live, I mean, get the best out of life, you need to follow Jesus because it's the way, it shows you the way to get to live and enjoy life abundantly. Because he's the creator of the whole universe in the first place. So no other person can know the way more than him. Then the second part, of course, is Jesus is the truth. How did we get to know that? John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3 and verse 14. It makes it very clear. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was... And Jesus Christ, and then verse 14 says, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. So Jesus is, is the word of God. And then John 17, 17 says, and thy word is the truth. So if Jesus is the word, and then the word is the truth, then Jesus is the truth. Then do you know something very profound and interesting about the truth? Truth is eternal, unchangeable, indestructible, infallible, without fault or error. Because God has tested his word many times over. God is a scientist. Many people don't realize that. You just think that he's telling us just to accept the gospel truth. No. He has tested his word many times over. And they have been established to be true. They are, they are not facts. Facts can change. Scientific facts change when they come up with better discoveries. But the truth is eternal. And you know the lesson there now. The lesson there is that for you not to waste your energy and time, you make sure you build your life in and around the truth, that even around the Word of God, even around Jesus, who is the Word of God. When you are doing that, you are building everlasting or eternal legacies. By the mercy of God, you will no longer labor in vain. Have you not seen men who live 100 years, 120 years, they build so many monuments. By the time they die, Few years after, God saved them, they have wise children. If they don't have wise children, before you realize, they start selling those things and everything will just disappear. All their labor will just go into, into the thin air. We have been seeing that even in Nigeria here. I pray again, you will not labor in vain. You, so wisdom, that is what we are, going, we are going to be learning through this ministration, how to build eternal legacies. Then number three, Jesus is life. You need to, to enjoy life, you must know who Jesus is and align with him. Jesus is the source of life, both the biological life now in our physical body and then eternal life with God. How do they know that? The scripture says in John 3.16, For God so much loved the world that he gave his only begotten son unto us, so that whosoever believes in him will no longer die or perish, but enjoy it everlasting life. And Jesus said in John 10.10, I've come to give you life and give you more abundantly. So you enjoy life. In fact, he, by the, in fact he, also, he has also paid the price for our health. If you fall sick, by calling on the name of Jesus, you can rebuke that demon of sickness and your healing will be restored. So you enjoy life now and then you enjoy eternal life with God if you continue to follow him and abide in him. That is what you stand to gain by listening to Jesus the way, the truth and the life. It's a Bible study. We have been on it for the past. Matthew alone, but we spent more than two, 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 I mean, two years on it. So you need to, they are already uploaded on Anchor and Spotify. Just get across to them. As you are walking, you can be listening. Your life will not remain the same. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And that takes me to the next with the, So this program, has, they, by just listening to this message, according to Psalm 107 verse 20, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. He said he sent his word and his word healed them and delivered them from destruction. So as you begin to listen to this message and receive the word, it will automatically begin to set you free from every oppression of the devil. Listen to me. Deliverance is not in falling down and screaming, no. 
The demons, if you don't still have the knowledge of the truth, the demons will come back and still oppress you. I'm telling you the truth. So the only one that will give you lasting deliverance is knowing the truth yourself and operating in that truth. You shall know the truth and it shall set you free. I see God setting you free. And finally, this program has been put together to help you to discover, develop, and deploy your gifts and talent to fulfill your life assignment. Listen to me. Until you fulfill your life assignment, you cannot be fulfilled in life. God sent you here for a purpose. You must, if you don't fulfill that purpose, you can't be fulfilled. And it's not a cause. So, we, so through this ministration, we're going to help you. In fact, there's a book on that already, Talent, Three Vital Ds. So if you, you, you need to know how to discover your talent, develop it, and then deploy it so you can be fulfilled. And I see God taking you there. Jesus the way. Taking the world around the world. I'll be right back. I worship you. I worship you. You are here. Working in this place, I worship you. You're yeah, welcome back. This is Jesus the Way, the Truth and the Life. I'm your host, Dio Odukoya, or just simply Daddy D. Now, like I said, we're exploring today. We're explore, we exploring today the topic, the oppression of demons, believers. Authority over demons is the topic for this particular segment. Believers' authority over demons. There are books even on this title. I recommend particularly that of Kenneth Egan, Believers' Authority. I wish you can still get it. Just look around, search online. It's one particular book you need to get. It's a beautiful reference for today's message. You need to know, are you born again? Have you given your life to Jesus? You need to know your authority in Christ over demons. You need to know the difference between power and authority. One profound thing I'm going to say as we continue in this lesson, you need to understand that Satan has still has his power, but he has lost the authority. That's the difference. And I'm going to be exploring. As we go through this series, you are going to know the difference and what that means for you. Satan has power, quite all right, but he has lost, he has lost the authority. He doesn't have authority over you, but he still has power. But he can only use that power against you. On certain grounds. You'll be learning that more as we explore this series. So let's quickly go through the test, the scriptural test, where we got the revelations for this topic and this series we are going into. Like I told you, it's a Bible study. So we are now in the book of Mark chapter 5, verses 1 to 15. And we are going to be dwelling on this for the next six or seven weeks, this particular topic. We are going to be dwelling on it because it's serious. Because we have so much revelations from these verses. Mark chapter 5, verses 1 to 15. Take time to go and meditate on this scripture on your own. You will catch more revelations. I'm telling you the truth. Let me quickly read that scripture now because for time's sake. And they came onto, I mean, and they came over onto the other side of the sea. They is talking about our master Jesus with, with his entourage. So they came over onto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs. And no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the he was in the mountains 
and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. Hmm. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he had said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine, that is pigs, feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the head ran violently down a steep place into the sea. That they were, and they were about 2,000. And they were choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. And they came to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Awesome. What an awesome, astounding, supernatural experience. Oh, glory to God. We are going to be experiencing more and more of this in these end times because the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former. And you and I shall be part of the manifestos in Jesus' name. Now, hear this and understand. If you have genuinely accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you are abiding in him, then you have authority over Satan and all his demons, irrespective of their hierarchy. You need to get this place. See the, I mean, see the easy manner with which our master Jesus cast out the legions of demons, that is, multitude, I mean, thousands of demons. I mean, they were close to, I mean, I don't know their numbers, but they must be, they must be in their thousands because they were almost 2,000 pigs. And, and definitely, so you can just imagine one demon in each, one demon in each of the pigs. So they must be in their thousands. Inside a single man. And see the easy, easy manner, without any gyration, how the Lord was able to cast out those demons with just one word. Hallelujah. You and I will get there in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And so the man oppressed with the devil. Is, and then, now take time. I want to, you to take time to meditate. I'm going to be sharing some scriptures with you that will show you the, the, the believer's authority, the, the, the intense, because the problem with many believers and many of is that we don't take time, we don't have time for the world. So we know what belongs to us. We have time for social media. We can spend so many hours with social media, TikTok, and also short scripts of so many kind of videos. Before you realize it, you spend two, three, four, five hours enjoying and laughing and enjoying those, those presentations there. And there's nothing wrong in chilling hours in a while, but just program your time because your life is tied around your time. So, and use your time judiciously for the things that matter. The day of challenge, those kids cannot save you. It's the word of God inside you that will save you. The word of God becomes a sword in your mouth in the day of challenge. You can use to resist the devil. And so, you need to get this part. So, let's quickly go through some of these scriptures that you should be meditating on regularly and imbibe and internalize and let it become flesh. These scriptures become flesh real to you. And so let's start with Luke chapter 10 verse 19. That scripture says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread 
on scorpions, on serpents and scorpions, and over all the path of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? Of course, if you are not yet born again, you don't have that authority. But if you are born again, you are abiding in Christ, you are obeying the Lord, you have that authority. If you are not yet using it, then it's a pity. The devil can still be having a full day. Number two, Mark 16, 17. Take note of these scriptures. And these signs, as the master Jesus talking, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Can you see that? You have been given authority to cast out demons. The moment you believe in Christ, it's not the prerogative of bishops, archbishops, pastors, evangelists, apostles alone. These signs shall follow them that believe. Not these signs shall follow pastors. Not these signs shall follow bishops. Not these signs shall follow archbishops. No, or apostles. These signs shall follow them that believe. Are you a believer? Then you have the authority to cast out demons in the name of Jesus. If you don't begin to practice these things, you will not experience it. You will not see that authority and power manifesting in and through you. It's like a child learning to walk. If you don't begin, you will, that person will remain on the same spot. If a child will refuse to stand up to practice the, taking the steps to walk, that child will never walk. True or false? It's true. Just go and check it out. So that's why when you see a child trying to sit on the same spot, they, move, they begin to prod the child to walk. They get some props for him. If he doesn't practice to start to walk, he will not be able to walk. So the same thing in the spiritual walk, spiritual casting out demons, you have to start practicing it. You have to start practicing it. And you are going to be seeing how you design when demons are operating and manifesting around you. How to design them. It's not until you have visions and be able to see into the spiritual realm. The Holy Ghost has given us some revelations of how to design when they're operating around you. And then you learn, you quickly learn to take authority. You'll be going through. There are about seven points in this series. You can't afford to miss any of them. Hallelujah. And so, this is the, so see this another scripture here. Matthew 18, 18. Very interesting scripture again. It's a very late. It's a master Jesus talking virtually in all the scriptures. These three scriptures. Very late, very late are sown to you. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Can you see that? Heaven is waiting for you. See the sequence. You have to bind first before heaven can bind. I mean, I'm going to share, be sharing a testimony with you very soon of Kenneth Egan, where the Lord appeared to him in here, a demon came between them. I'll be sharing that testimony with you, which I read in his books. One of his books. You begin to see that until you bind on earth, until you bind those demons here on the earth, heaven cannot do anything. Heaven cannot do anything. The believer's authority. You have been, you have been given, if you have given your life to Christ genuinely and you have not taken it back, and you are abiding in Christ, you are obeying his word, then you have authority to cast out demons. Somebody say, I believe. Glory to God. See another scripture in Jeremiah, chapter 1, verses 9 to 10. Then the Lord put, off, put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in, your, in thy mouth. See, 
I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy, and to throw down, to build, and to plant. Four, four six assignments for us there. Four of them is for destroying the works of the devil. Two is to rebuild the will of God in the lives of people. Hallelujah. Can you see that? In Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 9 to 10. This is the mandate of God for us. You have to take authority. I've given you that authority, said the Lord of hosts. Then Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 to 23. Hear what the Lord says there. You need to go and meditate on these scriptures so that you understand the believer's authority over demons. Very important. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 to 23. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, what? Who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ Jesus, when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And I've put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, that is you and I now, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Listen to me. Anytime you are reading the Bible, anytime anything said about Jesus applies to you and I, you know the reason? The moment you give your life to Christ, you have already been grafted into the body of Christ. We are one with Christ. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, Father, we thank you for this amazing grace. Father, we thank you for this amazing grace. The moment you give your life to Christ, you have become one with Christ. Please understand this. This is what will help you to exercise that authority very well. And you can see now that all powers have been put under his feet. And that by extension under our feet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You, need, you can't just rush over the scripture. It's not enough to read. There's a difference between reading, studying, meditating. It's when you get to the point of meditation, you catch a revelation that will establish your dominion when you apply it. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. You don't see gold on, this, on the surface of the street. You have to dig deep. That's what the Lord is taking us into through this series of Bible studies. Hallelujah. I see God changing your situation supernaturally. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. No more oppressions of the devil in your life and my life. That is why we need to go for knowledge. Glory to God. And finally, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 to 6. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us. Thank you, Jesus. Even when we were dead to, in sin, at Quicken us together with Christ. By grace you are saved. And at raised us up together. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Can you see now? Everything in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. The moment you give your life to Christ and you are abiding in him, you are one body with Christ. Even as I'm talking to you now, we are not, even though we are physically on, on earth, spiritually, we are positionally seated with Christ at the right hand of God in heavenly places. Far above principality. Far above Satan. Far above the spiritual wickedness in high places. And all the demonic agents including witches and wizards. We are far above them. We are far above them. 
as long as we are abiding in Christ, we don't put our hands into iniquity. That is the way we will not lose our authority back to the devil. He has the power, but he doesn't have the authority. If you put your hand into sin, you lose your authority and you give him back authority to be able to oppress you again. But it shall not, that will not happen for you and I anymore in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. So I want you to listen and I want you to, so that what you do, listen to this. What you do is what you believe. What you do is what you believe. You know, if you truly believe this profound truth that you are hearing now from, from these scriptures, you will immediately begin to exercise your authority in Christ over demons anytime you see them operating and manifesting around you. If you don't believe it, you won't do anything. You'll just be looking. You'll just jettison it. But if you truly believe, you begin to take authority. Begin to exercise your authority over them. Because the Lord has given us the mandate to occupy till he comes. Glory to God. So you begin to do something. It does not matter how many times you try exercising the authority and it appears not to be working. You will persist. The spirit of faith is in persistence. Glory to God. Hear what the scripture says in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 35 to 39. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which had great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall not have pleasure in him. But we are not of them that drop back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of our souls. So you have to persist. That's the point the Holy Ghost is giving us here. Don't be in a hurry to cast out demons. Understand the ways the demons operate. That is the essence of this series the Holy Ghost is bringing our way now. This is the beginning. This is the part one of it. Hallelujah. This is the part one of it. You know, so understand the way demons operate. Take your time to study around the subject. Get that book on Believer's Authority by Kenneth Hagin. Get the book on demons, Get Lost by Bishop Oyedepo. Try to study. Get all the scriptures on, on demons and begin to study. Understand how they operate. Listen to this podcast that will be uploaded onto Anchor and Spotify. In the next few weeks, you'll see all the seven series there. I mean, all the seven lessons on this in this series there. Take time to go over them at least once a month. Develop your knowledge of this truth and your life will not remain the same. Glory to God. So know how to design their presence, the presence of these demonic spirits. Understand what you must do to overcome them. Hallelujah. And understand that what you must do for them to obey you and then you meet the necessary conditions. As you begin to do that, I see God establishing you and her in victory in the name of Jesus. And so in summary, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do so that for me to effectively exercise authority over demons? Number one, you have to be genuinely born again. Number two, you have to be baptized in the Holy Ghost to the point of speaking to us and make sure you develop a relationship with the Holy Ghost. Number three, you have to daily read and obey the Word of God. Number four, you have to begin to earnestly and persistently exercise your authority in Christ over demons anywhere you see them operating. Our Master Jesus said, Occupy it till I come. This simply means to take charge, be in dominion, give no place to the devil. All the enemies of our master Jesus must surely become his full stool. You can see that in Psalm 110 verse 10. Psalm 110 verse 10. They shall surely become the full stool of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to take note of this. It is a, 
A believer that fails to take authority, you know, over the demons, alluring or enticing them, that becomes obsessed and eventually possessed, like what happened with the madman of Gadarene. So you need to learn to begin to take authority when you see them operating around you so that you don't get obsessed and then possessed and then they end up destroying your life. By the mercy of God, they will no longer succeed with you and her in the name of Jesus. So we shall be dwelling more on these alluring strategies of the demons, the intimidation strategies of the demons, and how this could lead to obsession and possession in the next episodes. Hallelujah. Jesus the way, taking the world Round the world, I'll be right back. Yeah. We make a miracle walk, promise keep light under darkness. My God, that is who you are. Your wife, the way of Jesus, you mend the broken heart, you're the answer to it all. Jesus. You're welcome back. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and life. I'm your host, Dario Duker, just simply that day. We have been exploring the very interesting topic. It's a series which is uh, tagged um, the oppression of demons. And in this part one, we are dealing, we are, we are dealing with the, in uh, this particular episode, we are dealing with the topic of, uh, Believers' authority over demons. Believers' authority over demons. We have learned quite a lot. Because of time, I can't just go over them again. If you have missed it, I mean, to a large extent, I will encourage you to watch out for the uploaded podcast on Anchor or Spotify. Just search with Dario Dukoya, and then you're going to get it as much as possible. And then the other series that will follow, at least there are going to be seven episodes in this series. So make sure you just try to get all together. You know, and then take time to meditate on them and then get those my reference materials I've given you. Because if you are going to be victorious in life and enjoy the best of life, you must know how to deal with the demons. It's very important. And the very first step is that you must give your life to Christ. Because if you don't submit to God, there's no way demons can submit to you. So are you ready to begin that journey? Lift up your right hand to the Lord and put your left hand on your chest and say, make these declarations after me. My Heavenly Father, I know I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. That's, I believe that's why you sent your son to the world to save me. Lord Jesus, save me. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to go and see no more. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. And give me victory over, di- over Satan and all his wiles. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise God. If you have prayed that prayer, I rejoice with you, angels are rejoicing over you. I want you to get across me. I want to hear your testimony. But before then, before I give you my contact detail for the testimony, I want to to quickly minister to those who are sick because, listen to me, the moment you give your life to Christ, you become one body. You you have been grafted into the body of Christ and you are not permitted to be sick. It doesn't take any gyration. The same is simple way you just gave your life, you accepted Jesus and you, 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 you received salvation just now. It's the same easy way you get your healing. Because Jesus Christ, our master, Jesus paid a great price. By 39 stripes, he was beaten, his body was torn to pieces and was bleeding. That was the price he paid for our healing. So you have a right to resist him. Behind those of sickness, there is, it's an, sickness is an oppression of the devil. And the Bible says, resist the devil and he shall flee from you. Are you ready to take what belongs to you now? 
Then stretch, your, stretch forth your hand and touch the gadget from where you're hearing my voice now. The Holy Ghost will overshadow you. It's with you right there. He's the one speaking through me. He will overshadow you and destroy the root of that sickness. And the Lord will replace, repair, and restore any part of your body the enemy has stolen or killed or destroyed. Say amen to that statement. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You want to take what belongs to you. Begin to say amen to this prayer. Please, before I continue with this prayer, listen to this. In Mark 11:24, the scripture says, Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. When we finish this prayer, believe God has healed you. It doesn't matter how you are feeling. The devil may even intensify the symptoms. Don't, don't, just ignore him. Just shout it. Jesus Christ has healed me. I'm walking out of this bed now. Begin to do what you couldn't do before. Demonstrate your faith. If you truly believe it, you behave like somebody who is healed and your healing will be established. Are you ready to take this step of faith now? Good. Begin to say amen to this prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up these precious souls before you. Because these ones have given their life to Christ, they are not permitted to be sick again. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, foul spirit oppressing these ones. In Jesus' name, lose him now. In Jesus' name, lose her now. In Jesus' name, I cause the root of your wicked device, device, all the wicked devices you are using to oppress these ones. Let such be consumed with the fire of the Holy Ghost right now. I cause the root of that affliction in the, be flushed out of their body. And Father, in the name of Jesus, replace, repair and restore any part of their body the enemy has stolen or killed or destroyed and make them whole. Holy Ghost, strengthen them and put them back on their feet. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It is done. Begin to shout it. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. If you truly believe that's what you are declaring, begin to behave it. Begin to do what you couldn't do before. It's a new day for you. My Lord just has set you free. That's what the same way the Lord delivered me from asthma and so many other afflictions. The same way he delivered my father and the Lord from tuberculosis and from and then my father and the Lord of blessed memory from, from, the, from cancer of the blood, leukemia and paralysis. I tell you, it's the same yesterday, today and forever. He has not changed. It's working and it's going to work for you. I want to hear your testimony and that takes me to this special announcement. You know, the Lord, the Lord you know, before I give this special announcement, it's very important I share this with you. You know, talking about believers' authority. That was this day the Lord appeared to Kenneth Egan in the air and was trying to teach him about demons. And the demon came between them. And then he thought the Lord is going to deal, rebuke the demon. And the Lord didn't do anything. And then he got angry because the Lord just continued talking at things as if nothing was amiss. And he got angry and rebuked the demon and the thing dropped like, and then like a dog whipped, you know, with his tail between the leg and then cleared off and then the dark cloud disappeared. And then he asked Jesus, why did you allow that demon to disturb you? You are the king, of, you are the Lord of Lords for God's sake. Why did it allow that? And the Lord gave me a very shocking answer. He said, Kenneth, if I did be you did not do anything with that demon just now, there's nothing I could have done. That is to show you Matthew 18, 18. Whatsoever you bind on earth is whatever we bind. Until you take authority, nothing will happen. So I need to quickly chip in that as we close now. So begin to take authority anywhere you see demons operating around you. You'll be learning more how to design the operations around you. It's a new day for you. So on this note, like I said, if you still need more counseling over these matters, you know, get across to us concerning spiritual matters, concerning financial matters or academic issues. We don't give money, please. We'd rather teach you how to fish. Not giving you fish is the best way to live. Then, academic issues and marital issues, get across to us. Get your pen ready. I'll be giving you my contact details. Your testimony, you have experienced healing or salvation, you have been saved or you have experienced supernatural turnaround through this ministration. Don't keep it to yourself. Share the testimony for God's sake and you see God blessing you more and more. 
and then maybe you need information about our products, Christ Talent products, get also get across to me. Or you need support concerning your talent production. You have discovered your talent, you want to develop, you want to make a production to be a blessing to the body of Christ. In the area of singing, in the area of speaking, in the area of acting, in the area of dancing, or coding, get across to us. Uh, and then you want to be a partner, or you want to support the work of God, even in this ministry. You can also get across to me. I hope you are ready with your pen. 0-9-2-3-4-0-9-0-9-7-5, I mean 6505-735. Let me repeat that again. 234 909-6505 then 735 that's my whatsapp number no flashing please the least you can do is just send a test message and when you if you are using android phone an automated message will get back to you you know to tell you what next to do remember this please this is very important it's not what you know that matters but what you do with what you know as you begin to apply this divine trade secrets, I see God supernaturally giving you deliverance from every oppression of devil and taking you to your topmost top in the name of Jesus. Jesus the way, taking the world round the world. See you again next week and see you at the top and God bless you. What can't you do, Jesus? Listening to Dr. Dio Odukoya, taking you on a life-transforming journey to ensure you being a winner on earth. For more information and testimonies, contact Daddy D on 090-96-50-5735. Until next time, keep basking in God's grace. Okay.